0: our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It is I, Grognar the Young, the Young grognar kicking it to you live with the campaign that beckons the Herald of Steel with the adventure series The Master with the quest Lenning in a Bottle. Pew. It seems as if our quest is coming to a bit of an end as the party has reached the darkest aspect of... The uh, Boltscrag Peak here in the Gnomish Stronghold. After finding out some very unfortunate news that something must have happened to Thubani, who was in charge of this Gnomish outpost nearly a hundred years ago, some strange note left behind seems to hint that perhaps there's a lot of guilt left behind, as if something pushed him to do some awful things. But it seems like the negligence that he had, or perhaps his treachery, had lent to the War of the Bleeding Stone, or at least some of the most gruesome battles of it. Um, After finding all the dead bodies and everything left behind of the gnomes, the party's left with a strange feeling that perhaps something darker and conspiring uh, may have been the cause of all that has happened, or at least, you know, the gravity of what's happened here. But the party having found uh, a new sense of hope, I guess, and some people finding a new sense of darkness, (coughs) <coughs> um the what? party proceeds forward after finding the last crank um to the statues in the uh entrance hall i mean in the uh the uh middle chamber there it seems our party is just about ready to travel on to the next aspect of Boltzcrag peak so we left off in the room after everybody taking a full rest was there anything anybody needed to talk about before you guys head back to the room with the uh statues
2: okay so i leave the two two old cranks we found in the statues in the safe and we take the new one with us the fresh one is that is that how it works
1: no no no. i think we need all
2: of them well yeah yeah but i don't want to be greedy i I don't don't want to be greedy
4: i don't think this is a i think each statue equally equally gets their own it is an equal share
2: yeah but until then it's all for us
4: I don't think there will be much time between until then and then.
2: Oh. Okay, perfect. Why don't each of you hold on to one of these? Distribute the
1: cranks.
0: Yep. God damn it. Okay, so with now that, we're good. <laughs> the cranksome foursome go down the halls until they reach that central chamber with the four gnomish statues standing there at the ready. With that strange. Uh, lowered plate that Anton had noticed before so menacingly so Um, what would the party like to do with their four cranks
4: and the cranks only crank like clockwise or counterclockwise or
0: well since Jarzak pretty much turned them all completely to one side at this point they're only turning in one direction but once turned it looks like they have a radial turn of about 180 degrees
4: I guess we'll all try to turn it at the t- at the same time. I'm not sure what direct like. There's nothing like they would specifically point toward in the room, right? Other than like doors. Like there's nothing on the floor, nothing on the ceiling.
0: I mean, like I said a second ago. Can- I mean, you found that lowered section in the center.
4: Oh right, 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 right.
0: Can we make them all face each other? Like in the middle? Yeah. So the whole party cranks in unison evenly as they do. And the whole, chuka, 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 you know, I appreciate that I got the sound effects and I got Ronnie doing a physical was, I was, yeah, I was yeah, I doing it. a little
3: Foley work for Ronnie because <laughs> I saw that <laughs> she was in an audio medium miming out the action. So I
0: yeah. thought, remember, <laughs> you remember the video days, yeah. <sighs> that YouTube channel, it didn't go as far as I hoped it would.
2: I mean, no, <laughs> no one wants to see me taking a nap.
0: You know, that was <laughs> probably one of the better episodes. I just <laughs> more views. Um, uh, I'm just so tired I pass out during the episode. <laughs> but with that, um, the centerpiece in the room, once all four of the uh, individual statues have um, reached that center point, that centerpiece that's lowered seems to click a couple times, and all of a sudden it lowers even more before lifting up with a slight breezy... Th- noise and before you is something that looks almost like a fancy elevator shaft with almost like silver kind of art deco styled like lacings of metal kind of caging it like a bird cage um, with the top of it being the same kind of slate stone as the floor as if like this whole thing just kind of fits in there but you can tell from the rails on the side that the whole thing must descend lower
4: can we tell how low
0: hard to tell the floor is not open
4: I like Claire kind of
3: like this. How low can it go? Is the role I I would like Anton to make. I've been wondering who let those dogs out. Mm. Mm. There
4: were dogs. I've (laughs) been
3: wondering uh, do our chains hang low? Do they wobble
0: to Uh. and fro? So that does the party want to enter this uh elevator thingy. I would say at this point it's about 10 feet wide on every single side of it. So it is a it is a long it, it's a large elevator. That's a
4: freight elevator right yeah. there. Yeah.
0: Let's go. Essentially.
1: All <laughs> right.
4: Okay.
0: And so as you guys enter onto here, you guys hear the voice of the wonderful Boltzcrag, uh, uh the the Boltini there and you hear the voice hum back into place and it says would you like to go to Gnomish Estates? Are there any other uh, options? I don't like that that little sound effect went off on somebody's phone at that point. <laughs> 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 but um, the voice replies, it says, Already on, second option, workman's floor. Then yes. And so that the voice hums in and says, Going to Gnomish Estates. Bing, and the thing slowly but surely lowers and as you guys get to the point where like you know you dip to the floor level and uh, like by your, you guys's eyes you guys seem to go through what appears to be like 10 feet of just solid stone and pitch black darkness and all of a sudden you guys pop through and below you guys see what could be described as a massive dark chamber that almost seems like I don't want to say it. The, the ceiling is about 80 feet off the ground. And this whole place is about the size of like two football fields. Those who have dark vision, at least really good dark vision can tell as you start to get closer to the ground here that it's just full of like little gnomish apartment buildings and complexes and stuff like that. And there's like little roadways and stuff like that. It looks like at most this place could probably house judging by gnomish housing and assuming that it goes as far back as one could expect it does judging by the roads this place probably at one point had like 400 gnomes living in it um but just slowly descending farther down you can see that there's like more hydroponic farms set up but again all kind of rotten and and destroyed and whatnot but the elevator lands in this sort of like glass tubing at the far side as if it's kind of like a loading area, and you guys can pop out to what appears to be almost like this rectangular glass prism with a little entryway and a little exit way. And on the ground, you can see scuffled on the tile flooring arrows that point as an exit and an entrance to this place, as if entering some sort of little gnomish metro. Mm-hmm. I'm just a weird.
4: We were descending. Just confirming if, if everything. I'm guessing, like the wall and the ceiling, were they covered in like some metal or stone, or was it more of a cavern?
0: Well, Anton can't see anything because it's. Oh
4: off right, so I have no idea.
0: <laughs> so what we
2: were traveling down, <laughs> were the walls like uh, metal or stone or cavern?
4: They look
0: like worked stone, <laughs> as if somebody have worked it. I mean, Anton could have turned on the light if he wanted
1: to on the way down. As going to say, I kind of assume that that Anton's got
0: the light on whenever it's dark.
4: But would that mess up everyone else's dark vision?
0: Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay, so we have no idea.
0: You are also a cleric of the light. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess, a coin toss for Anton.
4: Oh, I'd always have the light on it. There you go. Okay, so then
0: you turn on the light. I mean, the same thing is known as you guys (laughs) go down here. I mean, the half light that you guys have, the dim light from the lantern as you guys lower in seems to go far enough that you guys can see much of what I described before but this place just looks like a gnomish like it almost feels like one of those sort of like 1950s like supposed communities that would be like this like perfect little like you know what I mean like little suburban dwelling where there's like all the little houses that look the same all the little public transportation of the future and everything like it's just that but with a hundred years of nobody having given a shit about this place It It is
1: just like the Disney Company towns. Yeah,
0: good. It is dark, dismal, and it is inky black. And as you guys lower into this thing with the light of Anton's lantern, seemingly like a star falling from the sky, falling down into this thing. Once you guys reach the bottom, and the thing gives a little, you have reached. No, Mishra states. Bing boom.
4: Does this thing seem like it can go lower? No. Curious. Nope. Okay, we're at the bottom
3: should have made that how low can you roll or how low can you go roll
2: are there any lights on or any no we can't see any light the okay. only light in the entire
0: place is Anton's lantern
1: I used to see think there were arrows on the floor
0: yeah one of them it, it again it's a glass little dome it's covered in fingerprints and smudges and dust so it's like really really old glass you see in an antique store that hasn't been cleaned but mm-hmm. like you guys can tell that you're in what appears to be just a big old glass like hamster box with two exits. One labeled as an entrance in with an arrow pointing in and one pointing out to your left. Again, it's not elaborate or anything. It's like, again, like some sort of public transportation loading area.
1: I, was just wondering
4: I feel like I'm in a hamster
0: wheel. <laughs> what did you say, Anthony?
1: I was just wondering if there was any more signage.
0: No. And it's all in Gnomish, which I don't believe anybody actually can read. Nope. Um,
3: Boltini, can you turn on the lights?
0: And so with that, Boltini uh, replies, lights are disabled for this floor. Boltini, can you enable the lights? Under strict orders of Thubani Goldwisp, lights are disabled on this floor.
4: Is there any way I can cast light like on things, like yep. objects and stuff to kind of
1: That's how light works. That's Yeah, how that's light specifically works. how light works.
4: <laughs> well, like, can I can I I'm just trying to make sure if I can do it multiple times.
0: No, you can only have the one use of it running at one time.
4: Even if I have it as a cantrip? hmm So I can't like do light like fifty times. No. Yeah.
0: You're like Gandalf with that crystal in the rock. I mean God the...
4: damn it okay <laughs> never mind
0: uh what were we gonna say jared hey boltini turn on the lights and so that it says please provide password oh we have the password now what was it <laughs> oh, God. it was written down it was written yeah. down so you re- you re- you reply with the password and boltini says <laughs> oh no. Light disabling override. Lights enabled. And all of a sudden you see a bright glimmering like disco ball crystal in the roof of this place. Light up slowly with a like a really really pale humming glow and all of a sudden all the street lamps and everything in this place just as they start getting closer from the center outward down the different streets and this whole place seems to come alive a little bit. But as a juxtaposition to the light, you guys see that this place is just riddled with like little bones and bodies left behind that have rotted over time. All the different rubble from all the places broken and all the different things that have just been trashed in the streets. Like it looks like some sort of like mass apocalyptic riot ran through here. Uh, most of the buildings are intact because they're just made of stone and metal. But all the windows are crashed through doors, hang off hinges. It just looks like a terrifying place. But before you appears to be something of like a central square. And in the center is a large well that seems more decorative than anything. Um, It doesn't seem like this place would have like a well for actual well use. Um, But hanging over the well is a gnomish design of a couple of gnomes seemingly like riding. I don't want to say a rainbow, but it looks like they're climbing over like a, a a big metal bow that seems to have been made of gold at one point. Uh, Though the amount of rusting that's taken over this thing and all the tarnishing of the uh, metal there, it's hard to tell, but the gnomes are kind of like, just like skip dancing over the whole thing, little statues overall, making the thing look super fancy, but more of like a gaudy ostentatious like centerpiece for a little gnomish village than anything. What would you guys like to do? Hey, Baltid.
2: Is there anyone else in here other than me and my friends?
0: Conducting life scan. There are 58 life forms in this dwelling. Can,
2: uh, can you deem them unauthorized personnel?
0: Security measures are disabled on this floor. Enable security measures <laughs> on this floor. To enable security measures, one must bring security devices to this floor.
2: You got me there, Baltini. <laughs> I'll have to work on it. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a that's a okay number. It's a one to like, to ten. We each we each get ten.
3: Can
0: I get a perception check?
3: You can, but it won't be good.
2: I'm hmm, sure. I like the seventeen. One.
4: 14.
0: 17 as well. 13. So the 17s, you guys can hear something in the farthest reaches of this place as if like something's been disrupted and things are falling down. It's kind of like that scene with the whole fool of a took when the bucket fell down the well and you guys can hear in the distance like that. And you can just hear like tons of footsteps coming running. But something seems to be awoken, stirring in the farthest reaches of this place. And almost to capstone this, as you guys are listening in, uh, all of a sudden you can't hear anything of much note as the centerpiece in this place with the little gnomes on the little rainbow thing there. All of a sudden you hear. And all of a sudden the little statue starts spinning and they're like. and they all start spinning and you see like different colored lights seem to like warming and cooling on them and like fading in and fading out as this gnomish melody is just like
3: it's what would you like to do in
2: there? disable all power to the floor
0: <laughs> and with that all of the lights and as the sound seems to you guys hear the sounds of thundering footsteps come running towards you um, from far streets, as if just a whole mob seems to be running in this general direction.
4: You are telling me, we just turned out the lights <laughs> and made an entirely dark uh, atmosphere. Uh,
0: you you want darkness. whatever's
2: co- coming up that to, to be here? Like, I I don't I, I don't want
0: that. Made it worse. <laughs> I mean, you can turn the lights back on if you want. <laughs> I, I think we just made it better. Click a claps
3: <laughs> twice to try and activate the clapper. Uh, clapper can, disabled. Can, oh! Jar, Jarzak, uh,
2: hey, Uh, guys, can you trust me for a minute? And Jarzak's gonna huddle up with everyone and cast darkness. Linka
3: holds Anton's hand and Jarzak's hand.
4: Anton's gonna, like, throw up. He can't handle this.
0: I was going to say, is Anton willing to step into the the supernatural darkness there? I
4: think if he gets pulled into it, it, he's, like, going to, like, throw up. uh, He's, like, not going to be doing well.
2: I think it's best if we hide.
4: This is, like, the antithesis to, like, Chi.
1: Don't we know that these things can see through supernatural darkness?
2: Uh, We don't know what these things are. Well, I mean, They've been
4: living in the dark.
3: Something lives in... But it's magical darkness. Yeah, which not
0: advanced everyone darkness. can see through. Yeah, yeah only only I can see darkness. through it right now. <laughs> so as the party huddles together in the little gl- uh, glass box here, I don't imagine you guys left the little glass box. Not very far. Anyway. Did you want to say you walked out of it and stood in the village square?
4: Well, we thought since we got the description of the village square, we would have been in there. Unless these statues you're talking about were actually very big.
0: This glass box is in the village square. But I'm asking if you're sitting inside of the glass box or if you got out of it and you're standing out in the open. I'd like to mm-hmm. believe we're standing
3: underneath the uh, crappy gnomish rainbow.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Norhill didn't go all the way out. Like As soon as the lights you know, go out again, he's back inside the glass box.
0: Okay. Is everybody in the glass box now then?
4: I guess if I was dragged in there, yes, cause I can't see.
0: Yeah, we can in the glass box. <laughs> Very good. And so with that, um, as you guys are all standing in the supernatural darkness, Jarzak being the only one who can see out of it, Jarzak can see a clan of about 50 what look to be dark robe wearing individuals come running down the different alleyways and seem to kind of like pile up into one group. And they seem to be like running down this way and pointing at the glass box specifically and just like thundering towards this thing. Now, I will say from even this distance, as they look to be like 100 feet away at this point, they don't seem to be like as fast or strong or well-equipped or battle-hardy as the typical ninja guys you saw before. These things just seem to be like dark clothing-wearing shadow people.
2: I will relay that to the group and uh, so yeah I think I think we might be able to take them or make them not fight us I I, we might I don't know I think we
4: we should leave
2: yeah you just just want to be out of the darkness I know but (laughs) we're either gonna leave or fight who wants to
0: just leave
1: and that, we need e- to an- face their
0: Ronnie held her hand up. By the way, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, Anton.
4: <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay so- I like wave at phone calls too. Trust me, <laughs> <I hate this. laughs> my antics don't end. And
0: when when did we, ca- you say Anthony.
1: Neither. We need to face their master.
2: Yeah, we came here for a purpose.
3: Um. Something smells like throw up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Klica's very right. alone because she wants to clean it right, yeah, there... Klica's
3: <laughs> trying to cast Mending she let go of Jarzak's hand and is just, just casting Mending is into there... the darkness I cast Mending into the darkness is there
2: <laughs> a- any <laughs> the is there a- any point in the uh, where there aren't a bunch of them that we can exit the darkness from that side
0: like, I don't know if they're, like, full surrounding or what. No, no, they're oh. coming towards you in a glob. Like, you guys are on one of the corners of this courtyard, and they're on the other side, and they seem to have all, like, kind of, like, filtered in, and they're starting to come to, like, a mobish glob and head in your general direction. So they're still, like, 100 feet away as a collective. But they're we coming, they're coming and... from
1: all sides, or they're coming from just one side.
0: It seems like they all came from different parts of that little rural district on the far side and they're all now coming together in one big mob looking to tear apart whoever turned the lights on.
4: Klico
3: thinks we should try and ride out the storm and stay put.
2: Do you want me to turn the lights back on?
4: No. Yes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Perhaps they'll be
0: afraid of it. So, what's the plan, Jarzak? Oh God! Hey, uh, Baltini, <laughs> hey, that was a joke. Turn the lights back on. Lights enabled. Bing, bing. And all of a sudden, the. As all the lights come on, now you guys still being within the globe of darkness. That's they, what they, I was worried about. You just hear it, but Jarzak can clearly see that as the light comes on. With those guys about seventy feet away, sixty feet away now, they all kind of just like like get like spooked by the light, and they all seem to like stagger a bit. But they all seem to be ready to continue on their path, though kind of like blocking their vision as they're going.
1: Well,
2: did it work,
0: Anton? They seem they seem to be afraid of the light. I think I think you got this.
3: Good. Are you gonna can I, disable I... the darkness then? Uh no. Just <laughs> no. just push us out of it. I wanna
2: open up with a Eldritch blast as I'm like just disabling the darkness. Okay.
0: So All it's right. just gonna shoot out of the darkness at them. So you're gonna go to one of the two doors of the glass tube? Yep. Okay. So you go ahead and roll the attack roll. Mm-hmm. Now I got that that stupid song from Shrek in my head.
3: Oh, that's a that nine. Wait, wait, wait! Is it at advantage because it's surprise?
0: Yeah, I guess I'd give you the advantage on the shot. Sixteen. Okay. Okay. All right. That was better. Okay. Go ahead and fire it in. Oh my. <laughs> hell was that noise that was my mic i am very sorry everybody do we get minimal damage one damage <laughs> here's the damage we wanted uh we're also rounding down on that one so one of them got whiffed and like it blew the cowl off his <laughs> he was like, he's just
2: like oh no it, with that, i, I shout stay back
0: there's more where that came from and like, the next I, one's gonna hurt they're like i think we can handle it and with that, um, from a puff of black darkness, a woman shoots out of the shadows there, um, right before we roll initiative. And she says, fight to the death, peasants. Earn your right in the kingdom of darkness. As a wretched old lady voice coming from the black cowl that she wears. Uh, go ahead and let's all roll a sweet little initiative. All right, I got 10. I don't and think you know 30. what darkness is. Good old five. Okay.
2: I got a ten. God
3: damn it! You I was a 10 so well. close to the nat twenty. You got a ten, Jared.
2: Yep. I got a three on the reroll. Uh, Nineteen on the
0: reroll. Okay, so you're high 10 on one. I got 10. a
4: six on the reroll. That was also a ten. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay. So I got the uh, absolute lowest. So we've got
2: we're all buds now. Cancel the fight. So what did Kleppa get? <laughs>
0: a hot seven okay I, so nobody rolled, rolled a two in. she rolled a two. So then it's gonna go if i get this correct jared anton sorry jarzak anton me clika Hill okay cool all right so with that jarzak top of the round to you uh
2: I can see the leader lady, right? Yeah. Would it be very difficult to
0: get to her through this horde? She is about 60 feet away, right next to the uh, well with the jumping gnome dancing crew. That seems like the machine's about to start playing its music. Are Thank God. Are they in front
2: of it? Or like in front of her? Or like next? They're right lined up with her. They're about lined up with her fuck um well i could just i can make it to her i don't know if i want to yeah you'll just end up being
0: you know part of a swarming mob yeah 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 that doesn't sound like a good time which Uh, the way that this is all looking right now it's going to be like a swarm so attacking this thing is going to be like attacking any other swarm so oh i was just thinking of going right for her So the uninitiated should understand that, like, individual attacks and charms and stuff like that that target a single individual are not going to be very effective because there's a pile of them. So, anyways. What's the plan, Jarzak? Chip, chop, chip. Super helpful because I have a bunch of
2: splash damage type things.
0: You know, I heard that's your style. Yeah. Same. Same.
2: Yeah, I heard, like, I call out a whole group and I'm like, I can take them all at once. It's not like one v ones. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. 15 to hit. That's
0: good. On the lady? Uh, yeah. Okay. Five damage. Okay. So, you hit her and wound her, and she says, as she like kind of box out in, in pain, she yells, You will pay for this insolence! I don't think so. Is that it for your turn?
2: Uh, and our sex gonna move
0: behind the rest of the group <laughs> so you're in the tube and then you move back to the center okay this little glass igloo with two holes in it yeah okay so now it goes to Anton I'm
4: gonna cast Scorching Ray at her
0: so you go to the tube mouth and you fire at a little tube I love how they're just gonna throw like one rock and the whole thing just <laughs> collapse on you guys so go ahead who are you firing the Scorching Ray at Lady <laughs> They're like, we know who's in charge. <laughs> Go ahead, Ronnie. Fire away.
4: Um, First attack was an 11. That okay. hit. That's a miss. Second was a 15.
0: That is a hit.
4: Do damage for that one really quick. Uh, second. <laughs> Seven points of damage. Ooh. And then I'm gonna do another
0: attack. So the first one's at half.
4: Oh, you're right. The first one is at half.
0: No, no for, for sure. No, yeah, they're All attacks. Right. Wait, what am I doing? Okay, sorry.
3: Yeah, easy.
4: Um, All right. And then the last one <laughs> I got a 23 for attack.
3: What? You have
0: three? But-
4: yeah, I have three. I can.
0: Scorching Race starts with three, I think. It's three.
4: Yeah. I, th- I feel like I Ray. always ask if
0: it's three, and then I always end up getting two attacks, and then now we're doing three. Yeah, well, now we're doing three.
4: Missed. The first attack missed, the second attack hit, now the third attack hit, and the third attack, I got another seven points of uh, damage.
0: Mm. Okay. And so with that, she seems to be scorched pretty well. Um, and as this second. Her, screen... bitch as the second searing goes by you can see the black robe start to burn a little bit and her face becomes exposed and behind the dark cowl seems to be something of a haggard white haired old woman who seems to have some of the palest pastiest and most like uh haggard is just the word for it but just her skin like clings to her bones but hangs from her jowls so She is just a wretched-looking old woman. But in a strange way, she looks oddly familiar. But she balks out in a screeching tone. And she, on her turn, if that's it for you, Anton.
4: Um, I just feel like she looks like the male version of what's-his-name Palpatine. (laughs) That was the first thing I thought. But uh, what else am I going to do? I think... Yeah, I think that's all I can do for now.
0: Okay, so she, really
4: defensive stuff.
0: Okay, so she box out, she screeches, and she says, you'll be fed to the demons! And she leaps, hipping over the uh, well and jumps straight down it. And now, the that's massive right. mob continues forward, kind of clambering and stamping all over each other, moving up about 50 feet towards you guys, clearing much of the gap, and ending about 20 feet from the glass box's entrance. And now goes to Klika
3: is going to cast a mirror image. Okay. you want to tell the
0: folks at home what that does? Uh,
3: The magical darkness dissipates. Klika sees all these enemies and realizes that she needs to be more than she is right now and vibrates really fast and splits into three more Klikas. Now there's four of them. What does that do mechanically?
2: What the fuck, Uh, Klikka?
3: I have three Illusionary Duplicates. Whenever I'm attacked, I'll roll the d20. Depending on what the roll I get is and how many duplicates I have left, uh, the attack might hit one of my duplicates instead of me. Okay. And then my duplicates have an AC, so if your attack hits a duplicate but doesn't meet their AC, they dodge it, and if they do, they disappear, and I have a higher chance of getting hit next time. Okay,
0: fair enough. I just like the idea of Anton being like, wait a minute, she looks just like that person that we know. Looks back in Klika. there's just four Klikas, and they're like, yup, yep, yep, yep. Yup.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Anton got really sick from that darkness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> three
3: out of the four Klikas were making sure that there was no vomit on Anton
4: <laughs> that's so silly he's not feeling okay is
3: that and Klikas is gonna move up to like the is the exit side or the entrance side closer to where they're gonna be pouring in
0: their overall size as a group is pretty much wide enough that they could filter in either of the two entrances. Like they're she's going to post right up
3: entrance. on the exit then.
0: Okay, I, and by entrances I mean like both the two holes.
3: Yeah, I got but, you. Yeah.
0: Okay, and you're going to the entrance side or the exit side? Exit side. Okay, so the side everybody's been firing out of. Yeah. Okay. And so now it's going to go to Norhill. What you got for us?
1: Uh, so Norhill's going to run over and cover the entrance side.
0: Okay. They're so gonna get over there, get a little Morphy stance, and block the hole.
1: Yep, and uh, prepare to take a swing at whatever tries to come
0: through. Fair enough. Okay, and so that now it goes to Jared at the top of the round.
2: I will move over towards where Norhill is, and
0: did they all move forward? Yeah, they're about twenty feet away from either entrance. And I'm a,
2: I'm a blast them. Good luck. Uh, twenty to hit. Damn. Okay.
0: Five damage. This is the Eldritch Blast I'm imagining. Yes. Okay. 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 And now it goes to
4: Anton think i'm gonna
0: do and if only you had burning hands
4: i do have burning hands but i don't know <laughs> if that'll help me here because that's a touch spell
0: not a touch spell it's not it's, it's a 15 foot cone from oh, you
4: shit it is
0: and i uh, will say this much because it's a swarm and these individuals have nowhere to dodge to swarms are vulnerable to area effects
4: yeah because i was thinking or radiance of the dawn but i don't think that really makes sense yet i think yeah. i might save that one no, it was uh, it.
3: to call back to the uh star wars references you're our last hope antin of glory wake uh,
4: you know what then i think i didn't think about that with burning hands i'll cast burning hand
0: i figured i'd tell you that because i'm like yeah i didn't even yeah, think, about, think about it until it came to your turn and i'm like Out of all characters in the group, I think you, yeah, genuinely are the only hope. You're the only one with a real, like, reliable area effect spell, and even then, it's not, not the best one.
4: And I'm just gonna do burning hands as a level one because I have a weird feeling I'm gonna need my two level two spots later. I mean,
0: it's probably a boss battle coming up. I I don't know. Exactly. Dick DM would try to like fuck you all over with an irregular combat encounter before it, but (sighs) true asshole.
4: Well, will okay. just take the
0: elevator
3: back up and take a long rest. Easy peasy. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I got a twenty-three the on the attack.
3: You don't uh, have to take attack. attack roll to save.
4: Oh she got
3: a twenty-three on the damage.
4: Twenty-three on the oh. Yeah, Yo, you have to beat a thirteen, I get I forget these things have saves and shit. Um Yeah. So did any of them beat a thirteen?
0: Uh the collective failed on the saving throw.
4: Great, so I'm just gonna, I think, keep my roll because that's a good roll.
1: Unless you want to reroll it, why were you gonna? Oh, you don't have to roll an attack roll at all.
4: Oh, right, right, right. Wait. I'm
0: probably so <laughs> rolling dice for the fuck of it now. <laughs> you know, and I'm gonna reroll it. I'll roll it.
4: Okay,
0: it's triple admit. <laughs> okay. I just rolled a one, a two, and a three as a gag. Uh, That's
4: I got a 13. For you damage. need to use
3: those for your next three rolls for whatever
0: you do. I'm noting them. And so, do you want to describe your attack as you go in and torch them nearly half to death?
4: Yeah. So, as Jarzak throws his attack, I shove my way through the hole and just throw up both hands and kind of yell gutturally. Because I don't think, I think Anton's just like. <laughs>
0: She just yells gutturally. Not
4: okay with the darkness. Just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, I'm <summoning>, sorry. Limiting <laughs> the true essence of light by bargling at him. Um, <laughs> okay. And so, with that, Anthony Wake torches nearly half the group of them, and many people fall in steaming heaps as ash and dust seem to billow out from the heat of the flames. Um, it is not a bloodied mob yet, as they seem to be just and more enraged at this point. Um, but, okay. And so now on their turn, uh, did you want to move back into the hole after you fired?
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> just, yes, just
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Anton pulls out a Vietnam-era war helmet, puts it on, puts a cigar in his mouth, and just goes on and then just takes a
0: couple steps back. I'll take offensive war references for 500. I'm just saying, it's an iconic <laughs> thing. I know, I'm just kidding. Um, and so with that, the, uh, the pile-up of all of these dark-clad, strange, shadowy folks, uh, now steaming, smoking, and billowing with ashes of the Fallen, just charge into the exit hole, seeming to run right into the three of you guys, Jarzak, Klica, Clicka 2 Clicka 3 and Clicka 4 and Anton. I don't like. I don't like how that sounds. Saying click a one, click a two, click a three, click a four. It's good, that's isn't it? Probably percussive in a way. I don't. go mm. really that the pile of them run in and start to just try to wail in on the three of you. Um, so do Think I have to roll a d20 on? Was it?
1: None of them coming in from my side.
0: No, it seems like they're looking for Anton.
4: Oh God!
3: <laughs> I rolled a d20. If that's what you were asking.
4: Okay, so do I have to see if I hit
3: first? Uh, no, I'll roll the d20 first to see if you attack me or my one of my clones. Aye, aye. And I got a fifteen, so you're going to be attacking one of my clones. Yes. Roger. All right. So on the attack roll for your clones, it's an AC fifteen. I got nineteen. Well, that'll hit my clone unless it's—is it. it more than one attack?
0: I have three attacks, but I'm. Are two. they all? Okay, yeah. So that'll hit one of my clones. All right. Okay. Now the one on Jarzak. I got a 19 on you as well. And then the one on Anton, I got a 19 on you as well. I rolled 14. I mean, um, I rolled a certain number three times. Hey, Dan, what did you say about taking those three
3: random rolls you did and using those instead? One, two, three. I did. Click a one, click a two, click, uh. click. Hey, hey <laughs> Norhill, you want to give him disadvantage?
0: I don't think he's close enough.
2: I said I stood next to Norhill. You did? Yeah, I sure did.
0: Okay, so Norhill, you can go ahead and give the uh, disadvantage if you want. Why am I taking disadvantage? No, 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 you can give them disadvantage. Because
2: I'm standing next to you and they attacked me.
0: Right, yeah. Do you want to do that? I'll use my reaction
2: to disadvantage them.
0: Yes! Seeing them filter in, Norhill's just like, son of a bitch! And just starts to kind of wiggle in next to Jarzak, trying to deflect some. Just uh, (laughs) Norhill? 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 If they're
1: within reach, then my prepared action goes off.
0: I guess if that's how we're going to be playing it, then you can get the five foot on there. Okay, so I'll let you get the attacking on it. How is it that Jarzak managed to pull uh, up?
1: But I guess it doesn't matter because that is an 11 to hit.
0: Uh, the Yeah, okay. Uh, 11 is what you need. Oh, okay. These are townsfolk in a glob, man. You're swinging in on Black Friday. Like This is not This is not the... It's oh, Norhill's yeah, dream I also- where you
3: can't miss. <laughs> I also have a reaction.
1: uh, That is going to be 10 points of combined piercing and lightning damage.
0: Okay. And so once you do that and you crack in on them, um, you actually do enough damage to disrupt the pile of them. And at this point, they're kind of underpowered. Um, So I guess technically, that means I have to roll at disadvantage on Anton.
4: Yeah, well, with my reaction, it was going to be with Warding Flare. If I get attacked by something that can be blinded within right. 30 feet. Um, in.
0: But luckily we don't even have to go that far. I got a oh. fifteen on the roll. What's Anton got for AC?
4: Sixteen.
0: Okay. And then I didn't even do the disadvantage on Jarzak yet, because I don't even have to do disadvantage at this point, but or at least disadvantage from Norhill, but I got a fifteen on that roll. Yes, yeah, sixteen.
4: Yay! Okay.
0: And so with that, the group of you managed to hold your own in this big melee brawl. Not one person got hit, and everybody had a different reason why they weren't going to get off. I okay. purposely
2: went to the Norhills at, at where he was standing because I'm like, nope,
0: this same me. four
3: got hit. Cleeka four is gone. <laughs> She'll never live out her dreams. Okay, and Klinga, we all need
0: a- boots. So anyway, uh, now it goes to Cleeka.
3: Okay, Cleeka uh, is going to cast. Uh, nope. She's gonna pull out Flicker and just stab wildly at the mob around her. Fair enough. And that'll be... So, this is a swarm, right? Indeed it is. Does it only count as one creature, or could I use, uh, one of my sorcery points to target, use a... Essentially, what I want to do is cast, uh... Um, booming blade, and then use a sorcery point to target a different creature. Does it technically count as a different creature?
0: You would only be able to cover one individual. Alright, so I'll
3: have to use two sorcery points, but I will attack the one in, or the ones closest to me with
0: Flicker with booming blade. Well, it that the booming blade effect won't work on, like, the individual mob of them. It, it just to
3: make it work mechanically, so it's fine if it doesn't actually do anything i i won't roll a d8 later if they move is what i'm saying
0: okay
3: uh so on 11 to hit because i rolled a 3 and that's
0: a that's a hit thank goodness
3: max damage of 10 swag and then i will use quicken spell to cast another booming blade as a bonus action And that's going to be a 19 to hit, which will hit. How many booming Blades do we have at this point? Three? Two. Okay. This is my second one, and that's eight damage. Okay. Essentially, I can use Twin Spell if there's two separate creatures within range, and that only costs one Sorcery Point, or I can use two Sorcery Points and Quicken it, and then I will... Have to attack. I can attack the same creature twice. You get know what I mean? Yeah, Mechanically, I'll, it's 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 I'll just say, I'll weird say you're
0: bogged down now. for the for the future instances of using this. I don't think I'd allow it just because as a swarm there's so many of them that hitting one of them individually with the booming blade feels like I like I get how it works to make damage that way.
3: Well, but... it doesn't actually add any bonus damage to my roll either. At this level, it won't until next level. So. All the damage that I'm doing is based specifically off of my weapon attack.
0: Does it mean...
4: Okay.
0: I think I get what you're saying.
3: Yeah. So, there's no magical booming blade damage
0: being dealt
3: out so in he, the numbers.
0: You essentially use the sorcery points to get two attacks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're using the spell attack. Okay. I'll give it to you then. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I, and, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying now.
3: And it's 18 damage total.
0: Roger, roger. So they are not looking good. It looks like about two-thirds of the group have been wiped out now, and all that's left are a very angry and unwashed mass, uh, and we go to Norhill at the end of the round.
1: Uh, Norhill's going to swing at the mob. Roger, roger. Uh, For a dirty 20 to hit.
0: That's good.
1: So that's going to be a total of 16 piercing and lightning damage. Jesus Christ.
0: That's a lot of damage. i mm, yeah, a first.
1: plus one weapon.
0: Okay. Finally. You swing in with one end of it, hammer a guy in the head, and then pike the other one with the other side of the weapon with the uh, pick side because you just leveled two of them. But okay, they are definitely not doing well as we go back to the top of the r- unless you have something else to do. Nope. Okay, top of the round to Jared. Okay.
2: I'm. I'm gonna attack with my axe. Okay, go ahead, and swing it. That's a fourteen to hit. Roger, Roger, that's a hit. Damage. Five damage. Uh, no, that's
0: plus that, uh, 11. Gee,
2: Okay,
0: that's <laughs> a that right there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the group is dwindling. It goes to, unless you have something else you want
2: to do? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to use a green flame blade with that, so five extra damage. Okay. Jumps to one of the other ones that I didn't just hit. Fair enough. Okay,
0: and now it goes to Anton.
4: I'm going to cast a Burning Hands again.
0: Uh, they are all in the glass tube with you. If you do that, you're going to hit everybody.
4: Shit. <laughs> Um,
0: No fear. Survey says they don't like that. Uh, I would prefer
1: not
2: to be hit by burning demons. Anton, I could put you in darkness again.
4: No, that might not be. (laughs) Um,
3: All three of the or all three of the Klikas left, give a thumbs up.
4: Shit, all my spells are towards
3: Klikas,
2: I guess. (laughs)
4: Oh, it's spells are arranged. I tried to remember what to uh, God damn it! Maybe I'll just do. No, I might want to save that spell.
0: You can just do that. Uh, what's it called? The uh, what's that um cantripy attack that you guys have for cleric? Sacred flame. Sacred
4: flame. Sacred flames. A, um, it's there? sixty foot.
0: I mean, you could take the disadvantage on it and then just attack. I mean, there is. It, it's not an attack roll
1: to save.
4: Oh,
0: so there you go. Oh, yeah, it doesn't even affect it. Perfect. That's one, you can just whiff it into the crowd and try to duke somebody. It's it's a dwindling health pile, Ronnie. Like you don't need. To yeah,
4: I guess I'll it. do that. Uh, wait, what? What the hell is? This?
0: I got a nine on my roll.
4: Oh no! I'll do word of radiance. The what? Word of Radiance. This is a cantrip I have. I forgot about this one. So, you utter divine word, and burning radiance erupts from you. Each creature of your choice that you can see within range must exceed a constitution saving throw or take 1d6 radiant damage.
3: Now, technically, the swarm only counts as one creature. It does. What is it, an area effect?
4: It's, uh... No,
3: it's as many targets as are around you within 5 feet. Mm Mm-hmm. So, it's not technically an AoE spell. There's still a save involved, but it's up to you at this point. Yeah, I, yeah, mean, I mean,
0: it'll, just, it'll probably kill it anyway. So, it's, it's, it's essentially it. like a pulse around you. So,
4: I just haven't done that one. So, I was like, screw it. I'll try it.
0: Go ahead and roll the damage.
4: All right. This is
0: probably the killing blow anyway, whether or not she got the big bonus on it or not. One second. Swarm are definitely clunky Five in there. Five
4: points of damage.
0: And that is
3: enough yeah. to kill it if we're counting it. Well, they have to make the Constitution saving throw. I already rolled the nine. I just kept the nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, now you're keeping the numbers you roll. I gotcha. I got. Gotcha. I, gotcha.
0: I rolled a nine when we thought it was going to be the. You know what? Uh huh. Uh huh. What
3: uh-huh.
0: would that? Uh, yeah. So the last pulsating of radiant light goes off, and it seems to kill off the last of these individuals, poofing dust. As you guys are just in a room that looks like an ash storm went off, as you guys are all caked and covered in, in dusty remains. Looking at each and every one of you who somehow managed to not take what any damage at all. I, what yeah, I don't think so.
4: I'm just, I'm just doing real good at my job, I guess. Okay. Healer let's just, let's just
0: take all the, all the, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think the best part was the well timed Norhill come in there with the reactionary attack because Jarzak was like, No, he was here too. (laughs) On my turn, I clearly said I was going to go next to Norhill. I'm I'm just saying that I think it's funny (laughs) that he's like, Wait, Norhill's there. And then Norhill's...
2: It was either that or go next to Klika. And I'm like, Well, Norhill can
0: protect me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Klika can protect Klika. But that is where we're going to end this episode.